We're in Simin Tafresh Mem Ches. We're up to Sif Chafalef, and that's what we're doing today. Hayorok Shedoma Leisbe Hasodeh Posel Elim Kein Chosel Amara Esri Kosher Kishemashin Also. If it is green like Ispe Hasada, so you have to know whether when Chazal used the word Yorok that includes yellow, there's, the, an Esrig is not possible if it's yellow, that's a Mara Esrig. An Esrig that is, that is um, green like grass, the Halachi is, is possible unless it is Choser Lamara Esrig Kosher when you, when you have it stay there. What's Pshat in this? The Halachi is that a dark green Esrig is possible. Why? Because it hasn't full, it's not fully grown. Now we have to appreciate that there are really two stages for a fruit to actually become um, ready for eating. The first thing is that it has to grow sufficiently, and the second thing is that it has to ripen after it grew. If it, it is not left on the tree long enough, and it didn't grow enough, it is not a nigmar pre, even if you let it sit off the tree for a very long time. That's not going to help you. After you cut a fully grown esrig, you may have to have it sit and wait to become ripe anyway. That means that an esrig on the tree will be dark green, even though it's fully grown, um, so long as you're going to let it stay off the tree, and then you'll allow it to yellow. Sometimes you pick an esrig, and it's not fully grown. There, when you let it stay after you picked it, it will remain dark green forever. That's what the Mechaber is trying to say. The Mechaber is trying to say that an esrig that will not turn green by letting it sit when it's cut, that means that the issue is not ripeness. The issue is it's not really fully grown. That's Lav Gemar Pri, and it is puzzle for an esrig. So Halacha Lamaisa, if you know for a fact that even though this esrig is green, it's fully grown, and it's going to ripen and turn yellow, it's all right. However, the Mishtabur brings the achronim who say that unless it actually starts turning a little bit yellow, you should not take a dark green esrig. This is Lafi the Mishnabura. Now, the rest of this Mishnabura, very long Mishnabura here, who's dealing with a grafted esrig, an esrig that grew from a tree onto which you grafted something else. So first of all, we'll get to the exact definition of, of a morkiv, but what is the halach of a morkiv? An esrig that, was, that is, is the result of grafting, of two esrogim, two different kinds of esrogim, for the sake of getting strong and beautiful esrogim together, that's fine. The question is when you have an esrig tree and a different tree, and you took a branch of one and you stuck it into the other. Whether it's an esrig tree that was stuck into a lemon tree, for example, or, or the branch of a lemon tree that was stuck into an esrig tree. In either case, the halachi is, it is puzzle, it is not an esrig. In fact, according to Rov Poskin, you are not Yotze Esrog. With that Kol Shiva, you shouldn't even take it so that no one should think that it's kosher. This is even without a bracha. As a Zecher, you shouldn't take it so that people shouldn't start using that as an Esrog. Um, the Panami Iris doesn't, does want to mention, does mention a Svar that perhaps it's a Drabanan, but the Poskin point out that it's against all the Poskin that he himself brought. Now, um, what exactly uh, do we do to be able to tell if an esrig is murkav or not? So we find in the poskim that there are three simonim to tell an esrig from a grafted one. Number one, an esrig, uh, a pure esrig, has lots of folds, it has lots of bleatus. Um, a lemon, for example, or other citrus fruits are generally um, smooth. 
So, if you have an esrig that is full of bleatus, that is a simon that this is not a morkav. The second thing is, with regard to the ukits, the stem, the stem of an esrig um, grows in an indentation, meaning the esrig goes down and then in, and out of that you get the stem. In a lemon, the lemon itself comes down into a point, and then the stem comes out of there. If an esrig is grafted, you'll have the stem coming out of it. So these these are two simanim. The third simon, you're not be able going to be able to tell in an esrig that you're using for uh, for sukkis, and that is you'll have to cut it open and see what the insides look like. In an esrig, the peel is very thick. The inside of the esrig, that means the the the, 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 the what would be the juicy part of the esrig is very very thin, and uh, even that juicy part is not especially juicy. As opposed to a lemon, where it's quite the opposite, um, you have more of the juicy part than of the skin, and the juicy part is very juicy. This one you're not going to be able to tell. Um, the Mishdebur brings down a fourth simon. The Olashabbos says that in an esrig, the seeds of it are actually vertical, whereas in a lemon they are horizontal. The Bikur Yaakov says he inspected many esrogim that are vadai bilti murkavim. They're definitely not murkav. And the seeds were sitting horizontally and not vertically. The Chsam Sofer says that if it has the outer simonim, meaning if it has bleatus, and it also has an ukitz that is, that is recessed, that goes in, then um, you don't have to worry about anything else. Later, in a different shuva, the Chsam Sofer comes out and says, these simonim are not misinai. The only way to really know is that you have a mesora, that there are no merkavim in this particular place. Yantiv Shani, you're allowed to be makel and go with the simonim. Based on the Chsam Sofer, the most important thing with regard to an esrig and making sure it's not a murkiv is the heksher. So the Mishtabura says that you have to be, have someone who recognizes the signature of the mashkiach, so he knows it's not a forgery. And, um, the other thing is, that if you if it's coming from a place where it doesn't have a chazaka of not being murkav, then the mashkiach has to be someone who knows exactly what, what a murkav is. It's not enough that it's a Yerushimayim, he has to know exactly what to look for. Now, uh, the Mishtabur already says in his days that the people were playing monkey business, um, they would take a, the he- cut the heksher out of a crate and paste it on another crate, um, take an esrig, a heksher off an individual esrig and put it on a crate, you have to make sure that it was not tampered with. Um, Lemaisa, uh, the Mishtabur comes out that if you have a Murkav or a Suffolk Murkav, you don't take it and don't even take it without a Bracha. So bottom line, you must have a good Heksher to know that your Esrig is not an Esrig HaMurkav. With regard to Hadassim, he brought it up before and brings it up again. Generally speaking, we don't have to worry about Hadassim being Murkav. In a place where they seem to have Hadassim or Kavim, one should look for a Heksha there too.